Celebrities often face financial challenges that require the assistance of a financial advisor to help manage their wealth and long-term financial stability. Coming up, we cover a few cautionary tales from Hollywood to learn what not to do with your money and offer tips to help you save more for retirement. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. It's a a great theme to this show from time to time, mistakes to avoid in retirement planning. And that's how we're opening it up on Retire Right Radio. Weston Lindemann is part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. And Weston, we're going to go kind of go Hollywood, maybe a little bit in the sports world, because Hollywood, of course, is known for money, lots of it. The sidewalks in the heart of Hollywood are lined with names and stars dedicated to celebrities known as the legendary Hollywood Walk of Fame. However, there are many celebrities who fail to take control of their wealth. And, you know, we may want to put them in the Hollywood financial walk of shame. Actually, we'll start out with and going to get your take on some of these situations and how we can do things differently. Uh, Let's start with Steve McNair legendary NFL quarterback given the nickname Steve Air McNair played 13 seasons in the NFL with the Ravens, Oilers, and Titans. Yeah, hesitant to say he would be in the Hall of Shame, but he was tragically killed in 2009 at the age of 39. He did not have an estate plan in place, and at the time of his death, his estate was valued at roughly $19.6 million. And because there was no will or directives, his widow had to appeal to the court for access to her late husband's money to support herself and the children. And because of the complexities involved involving court costs and taxes, it wound up costing tens of thousands of dollars and took five years to settle. So that's a good cautionary tale on uh, estate planning, having proper estate planning. It is. And as much as we like to think, you know, it's impossible to relate to these celebrities. um, This is a good example of exactly how we can learn a lesson here from uh, celebrities' past mistakes, especially in this financial situation here. So I I think absolutely it's a great example of why planning for what happens after you pass on is just as important as planning for what you're going to do with your money while you're alive. Um, If we don't have the proper plans in place, you know, obviously with $20 $20 million in this example, that's, um, you know, there's some more complexity there that just highlights that need for estate planning that much more. But even something as basic as setting up a will um, to ensure that you avoid probate for your heirs and that there's a smooth, uh, you know, passing along of any dollars, that's absolutely crucial to a holistic retirement plan. And that's one of the reasons why we include it in what, what we call our time strategy, right? That stands for taxes, income, Medicare, estate and social security planning. We feel like if we can check off all of those boxes, then we're well on our way to a successful retirement. And mm-hmm. estate planning is a crucial piece of that. It may look different. It does look different for everyone, but we all need it in some form. Is that correct? That's right. You know, a, a general rule uh, or guideline, if you will, to follow is, you know, when, when do you need an estate versus a will? Well, if you have, uh, you know, more than one piece of property, it's probably a good idea to consider an estate. Um, if you you know have some specific uh, strings that you want to attach to the dollars that you're passing along, that's where an estate would come in. Um, but for more simple cases, a will can accomplish what you need in order to make sure that your heirs are receiving the dollars that you're passing along, and there's no you know uh, discrepancies or fighting, if you will, uh, over those dollars mm-hmm. after you're gone. And that's part of that holistic planning process with Roberts Wealth Management. Any questions you have to set up a consultation, learn about it, 800-891-8680. Learn about your plan, 800-891-8680. Grammy-winning Piano Man may recognize there. Billy Joel, he refused to learn the business side of the music industry out of fear that it would limit the artistic integrity of his craft. And as Billy Joel gained more success, he also found more financial trouble. He had absolutely no desire to handle his finances, leading him to appoint his brother-in-law to manage his sizable fortune. He'd end up taking more than $30 million from Joel and made investments not in his best interest. So... 
I mean, should we all, we should, and I know people come to you and look at you as partners, but shouldn't we have ownership in our retirement? It's one of the reasons why we pride ourselves so much in financial education. We don't want anyone to come on board with Robert's Wealth and just say, well, I, I trust that, you know, Weston and the team, they've, they've got it. Um, no, we want you to understand exactly what it is that we're doing. You know, of course, trust is an important part of it, but we want you to know exactly why we're recommending what we're recommending. Financial literacy is important because too often, you know, Billy Joel here, that's an extreme case, but we see people all the time. They come in with the portfolio for that complimentary review. We run that third party report and it comes back and it says, here's how much you're actually paying in fees. And it, you know, it, it's striking how often people think, oh, I'm paying half a percent or one percent. And then the total fees is somewhere around three or four. You know, that's a pretty uh, stark contrast there from what they expected. And when we're talking about retirement savings, that can be the difference in having enough money to live, uh, you know, through age 100 and then versus running out at, you know, age 85. If we're uh, being charged a fee to someone who is, you know, perhaps not even earning that fee, then that's a whole other issue because, you know, if, if you're paying these uh, large sums in advisory fees but not actually getting a holistic plan put in place, then you're losing on, on two counts there. And I think that's a more realistic scenario we often see, mm-hmm. uh, whereas, you know, Billy Joel, in his case, losing uh, $30 million in that way. That's He's still you know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think he'll uh, be, you know, fine in, in that regard. But, yeah. um, you know, for the rest of us, we can't exactly afford the same mistakes. And, and so that, that's why it's important to make sure not only are we working with a legitimate professional, right, someone who has a fiduciary responsibility, but that we're on board with actually uh, getting up to speed on what the financial plan is, that we're going to take the time to educate ourselves. And, you know, if you're working with Robert's Wealth, it's part of our process. We're going to make sure that you're educated on what it is that we're doing. We, we don't expect you to, you know, be on the level of an advisor with your expertise mm-hmm. by the end of our process. Hmm. Uh, but we do expect you to be able to, you know, go home and explain to your loved ones, here's my financial plan and here's why I'm doing this. Yeah, and you put it in easy terms, as you do on the show, you and the entire team at Robert's Wealth, uh, helping give giving understanding to it, which we should, of course, have ownership in our retirement planning. This kind of goes back to estate planning. It's, um, you know, Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini, sadly passed away at the young age of 51. Well, three months after his death, it was reported uh, that in his last will and testament, Gandolfini's estimated $70 million estate was divided among his spouse, sisters, and while he may have been mob boss on TV, only 20% of his estate went to his wife, who had an unlimited deduction as his spouse. Sadly, this exposed 80% of his $70 million estate uh, to the estate tax. So I guess that's a tax lesson there, too. Yeah, we want to make sure that, you know, the dollars that we're passing along, that it's the, uh, you know, closest to the amount that we're expecting to pass along as possible. You know, if you have a $100,000 IRA and you're passing it along to a non-spousal beneficiary, you know, there's no longer the stretch IRA available. And so, you know, you have to consider um, what are the tax consequences of that? What, what can we be doing in advance to sort of clean up that tax liability so that our heirs don't have to worry about getting hit with, you know, 30, 40, 50 percent in taxes? Um, so that's definitely a lesson learned from the James Gandolfini story. But just in general, we want to make sure that our our spouse is taken care of, um, you know, in the event that we lose income streams or our assets get passed along in this nature. You know, having the spouse receive only 20 percent, um, you know, I, yeah. I wonder how that worked out for her expense wise. I'm sure, you know, people who have a, a certain lifestyle that they're accustomed to living it. It can be difficult to make an adjustment if you have 20% of what you previously had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for anybody, celebrity or otherwise. Have you noticed um, that there, and I wonder why it is that many celebrities just don't have good estate plans in place. I mean, we've heard the stories. I think it's like Prince, James Brown. Um, who was the other one? Uh, Aretha Franklin, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, if we looked at some numbers, it's probably on par with the general population. And most people, uh, you know, neglect to take care of a lot of these things and get get things in order, um, especially when you're younger. And, you know, of course, we also hear about these celebrities dying at at younger ages a lot of times. And I think if you compare that to the general population, people who um, die younger than the average life expectancy, probably less likely to have things like an estate plan already put in place at that age. 
Well, I know that when you come in and talk, uh, what's great about when you schedule with the team, Weston and the team at Roberts Wealth, and that's whichever office is convenient to you because they're a growing firm uh, with offices in the, well, the original is Biloxi, also Pensacola. Uh, that's where you'll find Weston in Daphne, Alabama, and offices are in the Houston area. You can schedule, come in, get a look at your retirement. The great thing is this initial consultation and second opinion is available at no cost, no obligation. So Weston will open the phones and make it available. And it's one of the things that makes us different. You know, a lot of times if you go to an investment advisory firm, you can get a portfolio made, but that's about it. And here at Roberts Wealth, we pride ourselves in having advisors who have expertise in an array of fields. And so if estate planning is your big concern, uh, while I'll be able to speak to it knowledgeably to some extent, at the end of the day, I'm going to pass the ball to my teammate who is a certified financial planner and specializes in these types of things. Um, If you have tax planning questions, we're going to get you in front of our tax expert. You know, if you have income planning needs, that's that's something I can help you out with a lot. And just depending on whatever your situation is, we've got a team of experts that's that's here for you. And that's why we work as a team on every single case that we put together. Yeah, the great thing is, that let's say they may meet with you in Pensacola and uh, they have a particular specific question that, you know, someone in the Houston office may better answer it. That's where it's a team effort here. That's right. And, you know, we leverage technology. We've got these big screens on our wall in each office and we use them to have advisors utilize zoom to join us as if they're right here in the room and and that that allows us to not just have you know the the team meetings every week where we're working on each new case that we're putting together a plan for uh, but it, it means that if we need to have an advisor come in uh, who's not able to be here physically because they're mm-hmm. in they're in houston or biloxi or wherever then um, that's not an impediment to us getting them in front of the client and having that that further conversation on a deeper level. Yeah, and it will be a very comprehensive review. You can schedule. It's no obligation. It's no cost to this. It can give you a look and a lot of information on what your retirement could be. 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. And this is available. No cost, no obligation. This comprehensive review with uh, the team at Roberts Wealth, 800-891-8680. More financial planning faux pas from Hollywood and how you can avoid making these mistakes along your journey to and through retirement. Stick around. You don't want to miss the final four coming up on today's show, Retire Right Radio. to go back to celebrity financial mistakes and what we can learn from them that is with weston lindeman and this is retire right radio i'm dave perkins our weekly get together where we we got so much information that we really need to know things we need to know about good retirement planning that is the focus of the fiduciary firm roberts wealth management you can check their website robertswealth.com so we opened up with uh, celebrity uh, mistakes financial mistakes getting the lesson from Weston here. Let's go to the next one. Oh my God, look at this. It's a thousand dollars. Oh, wait a minute. That could be more. Just hold on a second. What do we have here? 12, 13, 14, 15, honey. Is that your rent money? Right, that's Wesley Snipes, and he, he reportedly lost millions to an alleged Ponzi scheme. When the scheme was exposed, Snipes was in the crossfire and told by his longtime advisor, celebrity money manager Kenneth Starr that he could get into trouble if he went accountant shopping. So Starr promised he would save Snipes cash. Uh, Snipes was fined $5 million for willfully failing to file millions of dollars in taxes, served three years in prison for the crime. So what lesson can we learn from Mr. Snipes' story? Well, straight away, I think the, the first lesson is the crucial difference between tax efficiency and tax evasion. And right. it, it's always going to be some some number of years in prison, right? So mm-hmm. number one is we want to stay on the right side of that. As, as much as we don't like taxes at Robert's Wealth, and, and who does, right? Uh, we still want to make sure that we're paying what we have to pay. The, the point is, though, to make sure that we're doing tax-efficient planning strategies well in advance of you know, when tax, uh, taxes are expected to increase. And, you know, um, if we're passing along some dollars, as we previously talked about, we want to make sure that we're putting our heirs in the best position possible so that they don't have to take on a significant tax burden. Um, what we don't want to do is, uh, you know, I've had people come in our office and, 
you know, maybe they haven't filed taxes in 20 years. Uh, you know, that's a problem. And so we, we want to make sure that we're doing what we have to do, but we, we don't want to do any more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that means making sure that we're being proactive, you know, doing things like getting more dollars in Roth or looking at tax code 7702, some tax efficient planning strategies involving life insurance in which, you know, you can build up a lot of cash value and that turns into non-reportable tax-free income streams in retirement. So there's a lot of creative tools that we have available to us on the tax planning side. Um, But the most important thing is, you know, kind of like the the rules to retirement, number one is don't lose money. Well, um, with with tax planning, number one rule is don't do anything illegal. Exactly. But with the legitimate tax efficiency strategies, I like the way you look at it as uh, the money that you don't overpay in taxes, you really kind of, you know, you do look at that as an in, another income stream. That's right. It, it's, you know, in retirement, it's about what you keep more so, than, more so than what you're earning at this point. And so while, you know, people can go out in the market and take on risk to try to earn more and more, it, it's a wiser position to, you know, have a mindset shift at this phase of life where we say, okay, now we're going to focus on the distribution side of things. You know, mm-hmm. for example, the easiest way to make about a half a million dollars in retirement, is going to be avoid taxation on your social security. Now don't evade that, right? Don't lie on your on your uh, when you file your taxes and try to claim less income than you actually had but strategically maneuvering you know where you're pulling your assets uh, from in retirement if you're pulling from a Roth account that's not going to affect your Social Security taxation whereas if you're pulling from a traditional IRA it very well can you know we want to stay below those thresholds but at the same time we need money in order to maintain our lifestyle so we're not gonna say oh well we'll just live off less than 20,000 a year uh, that way our social security is non-taxable. Well, if you can do that for your budget, that's that's great. But for everyone else, you know, if you want to make that half a million in retirement, in other words, keep more of your money, give less of it back to the IRS, then the best way to do that is to find creative ways to avoid uh, having income in excess of those social security thresholds. And over the course of your retirement, that cumulative value that you save is going to be about a half million. Wow. Yeah, and uh, proactive tax strategies, part of uh, that conversation that you can schedule about your retirement in an initial comprehensive review, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. I can't afford a taxi. Get a job. <laughs> Arnold, that's the whole idea in the first place. Willis needs a job. You get the picture? I'm unemployed. Then why don't you collect unemployment insurance? <laughs> Arnold, to collect unemployment, you gotta not be working at what you're working at before you stop working. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? All right, famous catchphrase of Gary Coleman and his character on different strokes. Uh, but in the late 80s, Coleman sued his parents and business advisors over misappropriation of his assets and was awarded $1.3 million. He declared bankruptcy within a year. Later, he'd get divorced but never amend his handwritten will. And upon his sudden passing in 2010, his ex was entitled to all the assets. So what lessons here? Well, if you're working with an advisor, that's why frequent, you know, at least annual reviews are so important. It's something that's built into our process where, you know, we're going to ask each time we see you about life updates because when these things happen, it it's easy to forget about some of these finer details of a financial plan as you're going through big changes in life, you know, whether it's um, a new marriage or a new home or a new job and you forget to roll over your old 401k, you know, there's all sorts of things that can kind of get left behind or forgotten about. And when you're working with an advisory team that's got your back, then, you know, that's what we're here for, to be able to say, uh, wait, did you update that will since you've, you know, gone on and remarried or... You know, is, is your ex still entitled to all your assets? That's kind of a big deal. And when you have a, a, an actual financial plan in place, it makes a difference because you, you can look at that plan and you could say, oh, wait, I do need to update this. This is, this is outdated at this point. And that's something that we pride ourselves in as part of our process. But uh, the lesson there, again, is, you know, we have to have some level of financial literacy and having a written plan in place. Uh, but likewise, having a team that you're working with where you know that when you check in, it's not just that five-minute conversation with the advisor to say, oh, well, here's how much money you made or didn't make last year, and uh, see you again next year. No, it's a much more detailed process in which we're trying to, you know, uncover every stone that maybe needs to be overturned and find out for sure. Uh, Are there any life updates that 
you know, if I just ask the question, any big changes? Well, someone will say, uh, no, not really. But then the more you dig, the, you find out actually there have been some significant changes and we need to address those. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean, you look for red flags. Uh, you look for opportunities as well uh, when you meet with people who schedule with you. Again, that number to and any questions you have, the number to schedule of any questions, 800-891-8680. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Well, Kevin Bacon and his wife were victims of the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme. We all know about that one. And while the Footloose star acknowledges that they lost most of their money to Madoff, who was ultimately sentenced to 150 years in prison, uh, he now acknowledges the scam for what it was, saying if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. Bacon lost millions, uh, estimated $30 million, and both Bacon and his wife have since worked really hard to get their money back. <laughs> What is our le- what are our lessons here from Bernie Madoff victims? Well, number one, always proceed with caution, right? You have to yeah. do your due diligence on who it is that you're working with. People come to us a lot, and they they you know mention they've heard about this um, thing that's being offered out there, whether it was a TV ad or a phone call that they got, an email, something they saw on social media. You know, maybe it's about buying gold or gold coins, or you know, these days it could be cryptocurrency. There's all mm-hmm. sorts of things out there. You just have to be aware uh, that not everybody is a legitimate professional, right? And so if you're working with an advisor, it's probably a good idea to run these types of questions by them before taking any action. Um, we, we like to remind people as we go through our process, you know, if someone ever reaches out to you and says they're with Robert's Wealth and you have to write a check, uh, that's not us. That's, you know, we use third-party custodians because we, we understand that in this industry, it's important to have added layers of protection for our clients' dollars. And any situation like a, a Bernie Madoff scheme in which, you know, your dollars are actually being held uh, with the investor, that's, you know, a, a red flag in our opinion, because there are, you know, custodians that are set up uh, to manage uh, investors' dollars um, and protect them like a bank would. And, you know, for us, that's better than having a safe in, in the back of the office with clients' right. dollars. You know, I, I think about Bernie Madoff, and I have no sympathy for him. But uh, and uh, and disdain for what he did. But I think about how hard, what kind of life is that? Just constantly spinning that web of deceit. Yeah. Or more recently, Sam Bankman Freed. Right. He pulled yeah. one over on a lot of people in a similar way. And uh, you know, people want to believe in the next big thing, especially these days with AI and again with you know the the scene around cryptocurrency. Um, you know, people have made fortunes in in these industries and mm-hmm. uh, for. Those of us who are, you know, always looking for opportunities to make a wise investment, uh, we want to be on the cutting edge sometimes, but we also need to be sure that we're doing that in a smart way. Well, we've got about a minute here to get this last one in. Hammer time. MC Hammer on fire in the early 90s, especially, but then uh, he spent his fortune wildly, purchased 20 luxury cars, 21 racehorses, a private jet, a helicopter. $30 $30 million on home renovations, including gold toilets and gold-plated front gates with the words Hammer Time uh, greeting his guest. Uh, he employed roughly 200 people that reportedly cost him between 500000 to $1 million a month. Within five years of amassing his fortune, he filed for bankruptcy and went from being on top of the world to living in the left leg of his legendary hammer <laughs> pants. Remember the, <laughs> the pants? But anyway, um, we only have a little bit of time here. On a smaller scale, I guess we could look at watching our money, having a budget, not yeah, going crazy. I, I, absolutely. It's an important lesson to learn because, and hopefully you don't learn it the hard way like MC Hammer. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, maybe we just learned from this lesson, but it's one of the reasons why we spend a portion of our time in our first conversation talking about budgets, talking about expenses, um, how much income do we need in retirement? What are our plans in retirement? You know, someone may quote me a certain expense number. But if they told me they were going to be world travelers throughout retirement, then we have to have a, a, a conversation about, well, how much is that really going to cost? Or if they say, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out and buy a boat and I'm going to buy all these other things, then, well, how much liquidity do we need and how does this affect our income plan? These are all pieces of the puzzle and it's part of what we do every day. So if, if you've got some ideas on how you want to spend your money, that's great. But if you're doing it without an income plan, maybe time to give us a call 
the team here at Roberts Wealth. It's, it's again, what we do every day, building income plans for our clients. And no, we're not going to police your budget. We're going to encourage you to spend your money and enjoy life, actually, if you're not doing that. But uh, we also don't want to make sure we, we want to make sure you don't end up like MC Hammer. Exactly. And, uh, and and it is, I mean, there are so many components to this building in the income, but having a good spending plan, uh, proactive ta- tax strategies, protective components. And the thing is, they have to look at the now in Robert's Wealth, and then they have to look at the future in your retirement, 30 plus years down the road, and what to anticipate. 800-891-8680 to schedule this comprehensive review. 800-891-8680. This is no cost, no obligation. And yeah, I mean, I remember MC Hammer's pants, um, especially from that Mm -hmm. video, uh, Hammer Time. Uh, And you could live in that probably, (laughs) or maybe have a three ring circus. They were big. (laughs) They were huge. Uh, 800-891-8680. With a few financial planning lessons from Hollywood in mind, we explore how working with a financial advisor can help you get a better handle on your financial past, present, and future. That's coming up on Retire Right Radio. We're going to bring it on home from Hollywood now on Retire Right Radio. We're going to bring it to Houston and Biloxi and Daphne and Pensacola, but still learning lessons. We you know, we had some good Hollywood lessons. They weren't so good. They were actually bad uh, financial mistakes. And Weston Lindemann, part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management, giving us his take on how we can avoid those mistakes. So we discussed the cautionary tales, horror stories even from Hollywood. And now, um, as to not repeat these mistakes, we're going to dive into the different areas of planning and how the tips can benefit you and your financial planning journey. So we touched on this with several of celebrities here, but Failing to have a tax plan, Weston, a big mistake. Yeah, again, whether it's, you know, from the Wesley Snipes example or James Gandolfini, taxes, if you fail to plan for them, they can cost you a lot more. And so, you know, while avoiding them altogether or evading rather uh, may seem at sometimes like the best thing to do, it's it's definitely not. I'm here to tell you that's going to have steeper consequences and you're going to end up paying far more. the best way to get ahead of this is to plan in advance. And so uh, for us, a lot of times that means doing things like Roth conversions. You know, you have a five-year um, rule associated with Roth accounts. Those dollars need to be converted and sitting in a Roth account for five years in order to get any of the benefits, those tax-free benefits of Roth dollars. So that's a perfect example of, you know, if we fail to uh, plan for that and, you know, we expect to pull out those dollars in the next two years, well, that those aren't going to get the same benefits. So, um, you know, the, the more we can do to clean up our tax liability in advance, especially in, in today's world in which we know that there's a, a looming change to the tax code. And in the year 2025, we're expecting some changes in Congress, the current tax bill being uh, set to expire. Um, but likewise, when it comes to our beneficiaries, we want to make sure that we're aware of the fact that the stretch IRA is no longer available, that estate planning tool that would allow non-spousal beneficiaries to uh, take distributions from an inherited retirement account over a much longer period of time. Now that that's no longer available, what does that mean for our heirs if we're planning to pass along some dollars? So the legacy piece to a financial plan is something that goes hand in hand with the tax plan. Um, these are all things that you know you, you could do it yourself, uh, but I would caution you to uh, do so carefully because with Roth conversions in particular, there are a lot of Uh, pitfalls that you could run into along the way. You know, things like Medicare premium thresholds, things like Social Security taxation, um, tax bracket bumping. Have you bumped into the next tax bracket because you did too much in Roth conversions Mm. or or you did it at the wrong time of the year? You know, there's a lot to consider here. That's why we have professionals on staff here that that this is what they focus on. And so uh, just to simplify things, you know, we're going to educate you on our process and what it is that we're doing. Uh, But at the end of the day, we're going to be right there with you to help you all along the way. Yeah, and you just gave a great reminder of how just how strategic it can be in looking at Roth conversions. I mean, you could take it right up to the level of the next bracket without going over. That's exactly right. And part of that depends on, again, timing. Because if we go ahead and we do those Roth conversions early in the year, but then life happens, something comes up, and we end up taking another distribution from our retirement account, 
well, now we've bumped ourselves into that next tax bracket. So that's why we tend to do our Roth conversions towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, surprises don't catch us off guard and they're not going to be the difference between, you know, another 100 or $200 in, in Medicare premiums. Um, so, you know, in general, I think one of the lessons we learned today from these celebrity stories is a financial advisor really can help. Now, mm-hmm. you don't want... <laughs> The, the Madoffs of the world, right? You want to look out for certain red flags, you know, or right. being promised certain returns that are too good to be true. Really, a promise a, a, along the lines of returns uh, is a, a red flag in and of itself. And mm-hmm. Likewise, you want to look at how are the dollars held? Are they held in-house or is there a third-party custodian? You want to know, is this person licensed? And if so, are they licensed to give fiduciary advice or are they licensed to sell something? These are important things that you want to know when you're working with a financial professional. And um, I'm proud to say that at Robert's Wealth, we are in that 10% category. You know, when you look at all financial advisors, 90% uh, have that fiduciary designation, but they also have something else that makes them a broker. And yeah. so uh, we're in that 10% category of pure financial advisors that are that are fiduciaries and have to do what's in your best interest. Exactly. And where we couch our conversations uh, on retirement topics, but that is their area of focus as a fiduciary and an independent firm. That's another big thing. But sometimes you work with partners. And I know, you know, we talked a lot about celebrity estate planning mistakes. In that case is in some in some of the at least aspects of estate planning. Do you act as a quarterback then? We do. We help our clients navigate the complexities around that. You know, we, we don't want people to um, just walk into an attorney's office and say, hey, I think I might need an estate plan. And then, you know, they start billing you by the hour to figure out, uh, you know, just how much of an estate plan do you need? Mm-hmm. No, instead, we take this consultative approach where we're trying to figure out, you know, what what gaps are there in the client's financial plan? And inevitably, uh, whenever it turns towards the conversation around estate planning, each of our offices, we have established relationships with local attorneys who can help our clients put together that estate plan. Uh, We find that process works very well because um, the investment side of the conversation is very important. And whenever you're working with someone on how to pass along those investment dollars, um, then it's a good idea to have your advisor at the table as well. Well, and and you can come in and and get a look at the process if you schedule a consultation to do that at no cost, no obligation, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Well, in our celebrity mistakes or Hollywood mistakes, we went over uh, maybe from Gary Coleman, Billy Joel, and Kevin Bacon specifically, we learned about uh, the dangers of failing to diversify our investments. What's a good retirement diversification approach? Yeah, it's interesting. I think part of the underlying psychology with some of these celebrities may have been they felt that they had so much money, there's no way they could lose it all. Right. And it's interesting because with more of some of our high, higher net worth clients, we see this where uh, they feel like they don't need to take a safety approach because they could never run out of money. But the fact of the matter is, if you're faced with a 30 or 40 percent drawdown, you know, that's at any given moment, if the market were to have a major crash or correction and you lose 30 percent of your portfolio and it takes you, you know, four or five years to get back to even. But you have a, a lifestyle to sustain and you're making withdrawals from that account. Uh, you're compounding your losses. And so um it's really hard to say, well, there's a certain dollar amount where you're totally insulated from any financial downturn. That's just not the case. And so we want to make sure that, you know, if we need these dollars for the purposes of income, then we're going to position a certain amount of those assets safely so that, you know, we're not going to sacrifice all of the growth. We still want to beat inflation. We want to earn some interest on these dollars, but we don't want to put them at risk to the point where we end up like a Gary Coleman or a Billy Joel, where we've lost $30 million because of not diversifying our investments, putting them all in high risk. Um, Likewise, I see it, though, with some of the, I guess, lower net worth clients in that people feel like, well, okay, I'm I'm behind in saving for retirement. So naturally, I need to be more aggressive here at the end so I can earn more in these accounts and therefore make up for the fact that I didn't save enough. Well, that's not exactly a good approach because likewise, what's, what's bound to happen is in any sort of market downturn, now, not only had you not saved enough for retirement, but if you lose 20 or 30 percent of that amount that already wasn't enough, now now you're way behind at that point. Mm-hmm. So this is why you know diversifying investments is important to us, but it's diversifying amongst asset classes. Right. Too often we see people who 
they they come in for that portfolio review and we run a report for them and it shows um, you know you had 30 different holdings in your account and you thought you were diversified but in fact 90% of your positions are positively correlated meaning sure if they're all going up that's good uh, but the opposite of that's true as well. If you if you have highly correlated down. assets, <laughs> yeah, then they're all going to go down at the same time. Ooh. and you know this wow. is um, that, they're that's calling such it, a good point. Yeah, it's what uh, Tony Robbins is now calling the the holy grail of investing. You want to make sure that you have asset classes that um, that work in opposites of each other. Um, if you can weather all storms in the market, if you are positioned in a way that you have negatively correlated positions, and so that's one of the things we pride ourselves on as well. Yeah, uh, great point. And people do think they're diversified, but they're actually at high risk in what they thought was a diversified approach. Makes makes total sense. Uh, and then maybe the most um, extreme case we had was Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. in working with someone who, well, was not only not financially transparent mm-hmm. but deceitful. Uh, but you want we we deserve financial transparency, whether it be in the fees we pay or, or in any of the strategies. That's right. And if there's any doubt in mind, that's, again, where that complimentary review process that we utilize comes in, because that's going to bring to the surface exactly what is uh, your amount that you're paying in fees or, you know, you think you're diversified. But again, here's here's a correlation matrix that shows you the truth of whether or not you're, um, you know, being faced with what we call death by diversification. So diversified, everything's the same. Wow. Yeah. Death by diversification. <laughs> well, and and definitely uh, what I like about Robert's Wealth, I mean, as you mentioned, independent, fiduciary, very transparent. Um, and, and even in, and you can actually, even in this consultation, uh, you can uncover fees that were hidden fees that people may not be aware of. It's what makes that initial review. It can be eye-opening, definitely. Whether it's finding out where you thought you were diversified, you were actually in it not truly diversified and at great risk or fees you weren't aware of. We'll open the phones to make available this comprehensive review and it's at no cost, no obligation. Yeah. And on the financial transparency piece, you know, not only are we going to show you exactly what's going on with your current portfolio, but when we move into conversations about what it is that Robert's Wealth would do with these dollars, we're going to have that open conversation around how much do we charge in fees. And, uh, but I want to point out it's a difference in you know, charging fees versus earning fees. Mm-hmm. I, I like to say that that we earn fees at Robert's Wealth. Yeah. You know, we we do it in a way that aligns people's in, incentives. So you know, our money managers are incentivized to make sure our clients are in the best position at the right time and uh, are compensated accordingly. And you know, that's different than say the brokerage model, in which sometimes just the number of times that you do a transaction in an account can be the thing that motivates a broker because they they earn commissions per trade for example so understanding not just you know what are you paying in fees but how does your advisor earn their fees or do they simply just charge fees right do you have the same portfolio you had 10 years ago and you haven't met with the advisor in years but when you look at your statement you see that they're getting that monthly amount coming in from fees that they collect well that's what we call charging fees versus earning and you earn it there. And and actually, when you come in, you'll learn how they earn it in working with you. If you do go forward, it's no obligation to this. But if you do go forward, then they're going to work with you on your retirement plan. If you are looking at holistic planning, building income in your retirement, developing a spending plan, uh, maximizing Social Security, proactive tax strategies, protective components, they're going to go over all of this with you when you schedule. And it's at no cost and no obligation. 800 800- 891-8680-800-891-8680-800-891-8680 coming up we'll close out the show the final segment weston lindeman answering questions from listeners on retire right radio for Weston Lindemann from listeners. How do you get your question in? Well, actually, you can do that. You can schedule another way to schedule a review about you and your retirement. You can hear the podcast. You can learn about the firm and the team at Roberts Wealth Management if you go to the website, robertswealth.com. That's robertswealth.com. And where you can contact, reach out, 
you can say if you have a question for the show hey answer this one on the show all we ask just just give us your town we like to shout out where you're listening from like this one because uh robert's wealth has offices in the houston area as well as biloxi pensacola and daphne this one's from sugarland so what is uh the current four percent rule in your field now and how can I develop a better understanding of the new rule of thumb that people are using to take those withdrawals? Well, the 4% rule is one of those guidelines that's often touted. Similarly to, you know, when you see a headline that says, in, you know, in the Wall Street Journal, it'll say, you, retirees have to have a certain amount of money to retire. You know, click here to find out how much. Well, these rules aren't as helpful as uh, perhaps some people may think. And the reason is it's very case dependent. And so... You know, some people may need to withdraw 4%, but others may need to, you know, have a few years where they're drawing at a higher rate than that. And some may need to draw less. So we always begin with the end in mind. And it's why we start all of our our planning process revolves around that income plan. And so when it comes to, I guess, today's 4% rule to not dodge the question here, um, I think one thing you have to consider is that um, it depends on your asset classes that you're invested in. If you're you know, deep in the stock market, maybe you've got some bonds that are ideally supposed to balance that out. Well, what you've seen the past few years is that hasn't exactly played out the way that it was supposed to. You know, bonds and stocks had been down at the same time uh, in 2022, for example. And so then, you know, if you're withdrawing, you know, any percentage at that point, you're compounding your losses. But the, the way we do our income plans, you know, we, we build a foundation uh, by having a certain amount of protection built into the plan, utilizing asset classes that we know uh, can't go backwards. And so um, when it comes to withdrawal rates, we're able to build in just a certain level of guarantees, you know, and especially in today's world where there has been a rising interest rate environment, that means that there's a lot of, uh, you know, non-risky assets that are available to us that pay uh, interest in excess of that 4%. So if the 4% rule is your target for withdrawals, well, good news. Now's a good time to purchase an asset that is going to generate long-term interest in excess of 4%. That means that you can never deplete your principal as long as you have guarantees around avoiding loss. So fixed indexed annuity, that's first thing that comes to mind there. Of course, we are starting to see some signals that the Federal Reserve may reduce rates later this year. If that's the case, well, again, that's why uh, our income planning process is constantly evolving, and we have to make sure that we're being strategic and putting clients in the best position possible so that you don't have to worry about that percentage as much as just having the confidence and knowing, you know, through age 100, your, your income streams are taken care of. That sounds so good because you don't have to worry. I think a lot of people think that it's like day-to-day strategies with your retirement. And in many ways, if you do it right, you kind of, it's not totally set it and forget it because I know you need to have reviews from time to time, but it's definitely not day-to-day reinvent the wheel. Right. When we take a certain amount of risk off the table, it allows us to focus our energy on, you know, the portion of our dollars that are in the market. But, you know, if some of our dollars are getting guaranteed interest rates or, you know, they have certain guarantees against loss built in to the plan, then, you know, we don't have to worry about that as much. And when it is the foundation of our income plan, you know, that's the accounts from which we're we're deriving our income, uh, then that means that with those market dollars, we can pay a little bit closer attention, make sure that we're doing things like regular rebalancing and reallocating within various sectors. You know, we don't, we don't want to be hanging out in the market uh, while we're at historic highs, thinking that the ride will just go on forever when we look at a history of bear markets and find out that most of those were preceded by all-time highs. Well, come in and talk about uh, this, the, the system, the infrastructure of your plan. Learn about it. Your retirement plan, if you schedule 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. This one is from Bay Manette. Uh, I understand the limitations of seeking financial advice from friends and family. I also have had negative experiences with financial advisors I've worked with in the past. So it's really not a, que- a question yeah. there, Weston, but... Yeah. Uh, no, I but, see where they're going with that, yeah, though. That, yeah. It, what are your it, thoughts? Yeah, I understand. It's unfortunate that that's the industry that we're working in. A lot of people have had bad experiences with advisors, but I would, I would challenge... Uh, this person and and say, you know, come experience the difference at Robert's Wealth. It's um, evident in the fact that a lot of our advisors have been in other parts of the industry. And every every day, you know, when we're on our morning meetings, uh, oftentimes we're talking about how how fortunate we are to be here at Robert's Wealth, because 
it's unlike uh, anything else that we've seen in the industry in, in the sense that, you know, our incentives are aligned with the client's needs. We're all um, doing what we can to, to be the best advisors for our clients. And you see that from the moment you walk in the door, um, you know, for our working individuals who still need advice, we, we're here at 530 on Fridays. Uh, you don't see that with most financial advisory firms. Mm. We, we like to pride ourselves in uh, really going the extra mile for all of our clients that we're servicing. I know what you mean about that five on Friday. That's I've, at radio stations I've worked at. That was the most dangerous place in the world to be was the parking lot at like five minutes to five with people race car driving out of there. Oh. <laughs> Certain ones. <laughs> Not me. No. Uh, <laughs> Gulf Breeze. What are some ways to minimize tax liability? Well, um, you know, for the state of Florida, we're we're kind of lucky in that we don't have the uh, the income tax to worry about. But when it comes right. to tax liability, you know, this is going to sound, I guess, a, a, a bit um, contradictory. But the best way to minimize it today is to go ahead and pay those taxes. You know, if you have a lot of money sitting in a tax deferred account, yeah, and you mean you're worried Rock about Roth? that's right. If you're worried about future tax liability, odds are taxes are only going to go up from here. And so the best way to minimize your future tax liability is to go ahead and let's start getting those taxes out of the way. We know what the rates are today. We don't know what they're going to be down the road. When we look at a history of taxes in this country, we have a pretty good idea that they're not going down from here. That, mm -hmm. you know, for 50 years over the course of the 20th century, taxes were uh, in excess of 70% for the highest earners. So if that's the category that you fall into, um, you know, I don't know that we're returning to those exact rates by any means. And it probably wouldn't happen overnight. But at the same time, if we can save you 10% on your tax bill by doing this strategically and uh, officially Roth converting over a number of years, then um, that's more money in your pocket at the end of the day. Here's Biloxi. Do you pay a higher amount in taxes on a post-tax Roth IRA or a pre-tax 401k? My understanding is that with a 401k, you'd need to pay taxes on a much higher total given the compounding interest over time versus the much smaller amount in a Roth IRA. Yeah, that's one side of, of the conversation there. With the 401k, of course, you get that upfront instant gratification of having a lessened tax burden. But in the long run, especially as we were just talking about with the future of taxes likely to go up, uh, you know, more dollars in the 401k means less in your pocket when you take a withdrawal. And that is when you need them the most, right? Post 59 and a half when you start taking withdrawals in retirement. So for people who put money in a 401k in the 60s or 70s, that was a good deal. You know, taxes were higher back then and lower today. Um, but for people who are still stuffing money in the 401k today, if it's pre-tax, um, not only is it likely that the tax rate that you're in uh, going to be higher when you take a withdrawal, but as you stated, the, the Roth IRA also gives you that tax-free growth. And so the amount that's building up in the 401k, um, Hypothetically, not only is it just simply tax deferred and you're going to be in a higher tax bracket, but because you, you've never paid taxes on any of those dollars uh, and the compound interest over time, it's going to really affect your overall tax bill versus if we have our dollar sitting in Roth, we get all that tax-free growth, you never have to worry about it again. Yeah. Uh, it sits in there and cooks tax-free, right? Can't over years. Uh, is there a particular age with, that Roth is a... a a sensible option or is it all ages? Well, like most things in the investment world, the earlier you do it, the better. If your income allows it, right? You can uh, you, you can earn so much that you can't contribute to a Roth, uh, but then there's other strategies that we can use as well. That's when we look to things like tax code 7702, mm -hmm. um, which we would talk more to a client about, you know, if that was a good fit for them. Now for Roth dollars though, there's also the back door. So if we can put money in a 401k, if we can move it to a traditional IRA, then we're just one step away from getting those dollars put into a Roth account, and that's via conversions. So there's no contribution. While there's a contribution limit for Roth, there's no conversion limit. That limit's more like a pain threshold. You know, how much are you willing to pay in taxes today to potentially get savings on your taxes down the road? Yeah. 
Well, our last two questions about taxes, you know, that's on people's minds now. It's that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and actually, in what what they do at Roberts Wealth and working with people in retirement is they look forward in taxes. I know at, around this time of the year, we have to look back at the last year and look at the damages. But they do look <laughs> yeah. forward for you. And in many ways, they look forward for you in your retirement. Now, and that, and, and that's, that includes looking out decades. You could be retired that long. If you want to see what your retirement looks like, we'll give another opportunity here and open the phones uh, for this chance to schedule a comprehensive review. And the great thing is, and it is limited because of the schedule, best thing to do is go ahead and call in and get on the schedule. And it's at no cost, no obligation. If you've learned anything today, it's that whether you're a celebrity with $30 million to lose or someone barely hanging on to their nest egg, it's more important now than ever to make sure that you're doing a lot of what we've talked about today, that's the tax-efficient planning strategies, figuring out ways to keep more of what you've already earned. If it sounds like you've got some gaps in your current plan, or maybe it's just time for a checkup, then come in and see us at Robert's Wealth. We'll be glad to take you through our complimentary review process and set you on a path to a successful retirement. So a great experience, a little bit of your time, certainly no cost and no obligation to go forward. Now, if you do, well, it's a good head start for both of you, for you, because they're going to arm you with a lot of information in this, and uh, that's yours. And it's for them, too, because they better know you if you go forward with the process. But it's absolutely no obligation, whether you're near retirement and haven't even thought about what mechanisms uh, should apply to retirement plan at that stage of your financial life. Or maybe you are retired and you don't have total confidence in what's in place for you. It's a good second opinion as well. 800-891-8680 to schedule. It's 800-891-8680. You'll sit down with one of the members of the All-Star our team of advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. And as we said earlier on the show, yeah, you may be dealing with one person, but you've got the whole team behind you. They all have their areas of expertise in the retirement financial universe. 800-891-8680. No cost, no obligation. 800-891-8680. As always, a great conversation with Weston Lindemann on the show, and we hope to see you next week on Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or outperform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.